2: done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: On today's show, I'm in a new location. The Dallas Mavericks have a lot Going on. They opened up a new roster spot. And is Jalen Brunson playing too well for the Mavericks right now?
2: Sing us the song of the piano man.
0: <laughs> we'll talk about that in more on today's Lockdown Mav. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Buffalo. Mavericks are NBA
2: champions. Bang! Bang! It's good! And the Mavericks have won the game! You,
1: if you don't believe, you shouldn't be here.
0: Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every single day. Remember, Locked On Mavs is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can watch us right now. Go subscribe. We're getting closer. Our end of the year goal is 9,000 subscribers. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe to the channel. We post daily videos of the Dallas Mavericks and a daily podcast every single day covering your Dallas Mavericks. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor, writer at Mavs.com. The holiday, honey, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris?
2: Christmas happened over the weekend. I love my soundboard, so I I got to make up the noises today. You know how incredible these past few days, these past few pods have been (laughs) without this soundboard?
0: Without it? (laughs) Well, in a couple days, you'll be completely without me, so... (laughs) He's don't just so, slowly weaning me off. They take the soundboard away, and then he'll take, then finally just take me away completely.
2: Uh, yeah, Christmas happened over the weekend. Uh, you guys know that we are both believers, so big big holiday for us. Uh, really busy and stuff with church and traveling and everything. As my, uh, I don't make too many religion plugs, but it is time to celebrate Jesus uh, for our family and uh, that He came to this earth. So if you want to hear more about. The message of the gospel
0: hit my dms up um Stop. you said a re- you said a religion plug like it was a book <laughs> i guess it is a book <laughs> it is a book nick what are we talking yeah, but about it's the most sold book in in history so i don't think you have to
2: so the rest of this pod is going to be luke chapter two <laughs> and,
0: and, in those days these are <laughs> um
2: but you're traveling and um the mavericks played some games now they're about to play against portland I've been kind of worried about it until I saw a Tim McMahon tweet saying like everybody, I mean, do you have a list in front of you of like who's going to be out for Portland?
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, Damian Lillard is questionable. He has been playing. He missed a couple of games, five games in a row at the beginning of December, but he's played the last six games. But he is questionable for personal reasons in this game. C.J. McCollum uh Is uh, is out with his lung situation. He has recovered from that, which is is great for him. But he is not going to play in this game. Cody Zeller, our guy Dennis Smith Jr. is not going to play in this game, sadly. uh Robert Covington, Ben McLemore, and then a couple other guys are out for uh COVID protocols. So it's just it's Nurkic and Simons, and I guess it's just is uh, Larry Trent Nance? Jr. going to play? I guess that's all they got. And then Nance, I guess that's what they got.
2: They're trying to get Trent back from from Toronto, but. So, yeah, we'll see uh, what happens with, with Dallas. You know, Josh Green, um, he tested out of protocols right before that game You know, for Christmas, but he obviously didn't play at Christmas. He eventually joined the Mavericks in Salt Lake City. So, it looks like he's on track to play Monday night. As far as who else? Real man.
0: quickly, I'm a little fascinated to see what Jason Kidd is going to do um, with Josh Green because – the Mavericks have opened up a new roster spot. Eugenio Marui has had foot surgery. He's going to be out for basically the rest of the year, and so they requested waivers on him. So that two-way spot is open. I'm curious to see if Josh Green, where does he slide in the rotation compared to Theo Pinson and, you know, some of these other guys the Mavericks have added with the, the hardship clauses, because is he above those guys? Is he getting more? Is he obviously like, okay, he's, he's in the rotation. He is above, above Theo Penson's minutes. He's above even Marquise Chris or somebody like that. I'm curious to see what he's going to do with him.
2: Yeah. Especially with, you know, let's we'll see what happens with Dorian, you know, Dorian being uh, a scratch on, on Christmas day, you know, that, <laughs> that was just another uh, blow to the Mavs there. But I mean, I would have to say that I mean, Josh has to play way more minutes than some of the hardship guys, right? I mean, he has to. I would say if Dorian's out, yeah. I mean, I would say if Dorian's out, surely Josh would would start in that in that spot. Possibly, I don't know. Um, I just want to see if, as long as we're rolling out, you know, all of these guys and these lineups and stuff, let's just let's play Josh Green a little bit more. Let's see what we have and keep going from there. But I think you know, you mentioned Omarui being waived. He had the ankle surgery that was kind of like, ah, oh, did it, you know, did it happen? And just, we saw an injury report and then they, you know, they announced the surgery basically going to be out the whole season. So they wave him to, you know, yesterday, open up the spot. I mean, it's basically a tryout now, right? Like now these yeah. guys are, they have a open spot that they can try out for. Now. I don't know what, guys like Brandon Knight some of these older guys feel about a two-way spot or if they're like hey I'll just so take whatever I know I for
0: sure Brandon Knight is not eligible for the two-way spot because you have to have play you, you have to be have to have played less than three seasons or be in your fourth like you have to play less than four seasons basically so if you're in your fourth season so like Theo Pinson is right in that range where this is his fourth season in the NBA that he's played technically quote-unquote and so yeah. he can be still a two-way guy but Brandon Knight can't be. I'm not sure about Marquise Chris. He may not be able to be. Um, but, yeah, so there's not many guys that the Mavericks have right now that can fill that spot. I'm curious to see if they do get some. If they get creative with any of these guys. But I, I want to talk about, about Jalen Brunson because I think that's the big conversation right now.
2: Yeah, so, you know, for Brunson, <sighs> Brunson played so good on Christmas. And I think when you look at his season so far, going into this season, it's like, hey, what – is he going to take a leap this season? It, like, that's what, if the Mavericks are going to take a leap as a team, they're going to need like KP to play healthy, you know, be healthy all year. They're going to need, you know, Luka Doncic to stay at first team, all NBA Luka Doncic. And we need Jalen Brunson to take the next step as a player. So that has been, especially on Christmas day, he balled out on Christmas. I, I feel like I had conversations, a lot of conversations today about Brunson it was like, Oh man, like let's go Jalen Brunson, a lot of national spotlight, you know, there on Christmas, Christmas night. And I think it just, it it started back up an ongoing local conversation here is what is Brunson's future? What is, I saw some, you know, you saw some tweets, you know, last night too, of, or a few nights ago on Christmas night of other fan bases, other national media people saying, man, he would be great starting point guard in Boston and these other teams out there. And it's like, you know, other teams, other managers are watching this situation in Dallas because as we all know, they didn't come to an agreement on an extension before the extension deadline. Now he's set to hit unrestricted free agency this coming summer. So what does Dallas do? Is he playing? And I think this is the question now for us. like, is he playing too well for the Mavericks? And I say <laughs> too well, because is he kind of playing out of the Mavericks price zone for what Dallas views him? And do we even know how Dallas views him as a future building block?
0: Yeah. And this whole conversation is based around the roster management, the, you know, the transaction game, as our friend Mark Stein likes to point out. Um, this is not about, like, okay, well, he's, he's playing too well and the Mavericks are too good. Like, oh, well the Mavericks are still losing games. It's not about that, right? It's about Jalen Brunson's going to be a, an unrestricted free agent after this year, and if he keeps playing at the level he's at. Now, right now, as, you know, coming off the bench, he's 27 minutes a game, 12 points, three boards, four assists. As a starter in 13 games this year, 35 minutes a game, 21 points a game, five rebounds, and seven assists. Like, that is really good starting quality numbers right there. And the Mavericks have been, um, have you know, fought hard in some of these games. His shooting splits are pretty good. He's shooting 57% true shooting percentage. Uh, the Mavericks have been better with him on the floor, about three points per hundred possessions better uh, with him on the floor than off as a starter. And so the Mavericks have played well with, with Jalen Brunson. And so now the Mavericks are about to step into this situation where, has he priced himself out of being a high leverage, you know, six man or a high usage six man type guy can you play him with with Luka Doncic can those guys be your starting your two starting guards so coming up let's get into that can the Mavericks actually play those two guys together can you can you pay Jalen Brunson 20 something million dollars a year and him be maybe that second option the Mavs have been looking for and can that team win a championship and that's the reason why we're talking about whether he's playing too well right now for the Mavericks because of the contract situation. So let's get into that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Truebill. Truebill is a place for you to get a handle of your subscriptions. There's all kinds of different subscription services out there, and for some reason, it's hard to keep track of them. It just is. It's hard to keep track of the subscriptions that you have. It's hard to keep track of the ones that, uh, that you use. And they always come back to bite you. But Truebill is there to help you. They've saved people on average $720 a year with Truebill. You can go check it out right now. Go to Truebill.com slash LockdownMBA and you can see what you can save there with Truebill. So go check it out. Um, They've saved people thousands, thousands, you know, thousands of dollars with their subscriptions. Uh, Their concierge makes it super simple and easy for you to cancel the ones that you, or negotiate some of the ones that you already have that you want to keep. So, Go check it out. Go to Truebill.com/slash/lockedonnba. See what you can get from them. Again, Truebill.com/slash/lockedonnba could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com/slash/lockedonnba. No
1: matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house, house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. they file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund, guaranteed. So... Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
0: All right, Isaac Harris, we've been talking about Jalen Brunson. Is he playing too well for the Mavericks right now, at least contract-wise? Um, let's start with this. So, are, Would you feel comfortable paying Jalen Brunson the amount of money? Let's say it's 20 mil. Let's just say 20 mil a year. Would you feel comfortable paying him that much to where he is? He is kind of priced into becoming the Mavericks' other starter, other starting guard next to Luca. No,
2: for the no. future. No, not that much. And, and this is why I think it's such a. I think it is a dilemma for Dallas right now because I think a lot of people, and I, obviously this is how my, I think a lot of people, including myself, view Jalen Brunson as a and Luca is the a huge factor in this because. Yes, we want another ball handler next to Luka. Yes, I'm trying to say all the things that are like true right now. Yes, Luka Doncic isn't a is like not a, a super bad defender, but he's not going to be an all you know first team defense you know <laughs> either at the same time. So who you pair next to Luka Doncic is going to matter so much, especially in the backcourt, especially as your secondary ball handler, your secondary creator, th- that type of role. So with Brunson playing so well. He's gonna he's up in his price tag for the summer. But if Dallas is looking at it saying, Hey, we love Brunson, but I don't know if Brunson is our long-term 2018, 20 $20 million dollar a year, you know, starter next to Luka Doncic to where you're willing to lock that in. And if they're not. If they're like, "Hey, we'll give you whatever that the most you can get from that extension number," like they're looking at probably like right now, and Brunson's camp probably like, mm, "I don't know, I'll just wait till the summer. <laughs> I can get right. you know more money over the summer in, in free With agency the competition
0: that's going to show up." Exactly. And if they're
2: looking at it and they're telling Brunson, "Hey, like we'll pay you up to this amount for this extension, but we can't guarantee you a starting spot because we don't know if we're going to have to put better defenders next to Luka Doncic. We love you in this six-man role. We love you running the offense as that secondary guy when you know offsetting Luka. I think they can play together in these like stints. It's just a matter of is that if you're going to commit 18 to 20 million to another point guard out there, then man, it has to be a perfect fit, and that's the thing. Of if let's just do the hypothetical. They go into the summer, and Dallas is like, "Here's the number that we're at. We're willing to go here. We want you back. Luca loves you. We love you. Like we drafted you. All of this stuff, but we can't guarantee you a starting spot next to Luca. And what if there's another team out there? What if there is a Minnesota if they moved on from D'Angelo Russell? What if there's a you know another you know team out there that's like hey, we have a starting point guard spot. If the New York Knicks are looking at it saying, hey, we've spent some other places, we've made some right. trades, we have some money, we want to bring you in to be our starting point guard. And let's say it's even you know, even money. Let's say it's even maybe a little, little less, but they're saying we want you to be our starting point guard. That's where I think he's pl- played so well. I think there could be a few teams out there this summer that says, Let's do this. We want to make Jalen Brunson our starting point guard, and that's where it's going to get very interesting for Dallas.
0: And now, obviously, the Mavericks are not in a situation to lose Jalen Brunson for nothing, right? They 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 cannot do that. They just literally cannot because they have not added enough quality pieces around Luca to be able to afford losing a guy like Jalen Brunson. So they've been they've cornered themselves a little bit in this whole situation by okay, we're not going to give you a contract. We're not going to give you an extension. And so now they can't lose him, well, well, and he's an well, undershipped well, well. free agent.
2: No, well, I, I want I think the cornering, if we want to say the Mavericks cornered themselves, it was when the contract was signed at the beginning of his career. I don't want to say that they cornered themselves in this negotiation because we don't know what that negotiation was. Like, Dallas could have been at the, at the finish line since – for how long saying we'll give you the max amount of money that we can possibly give you as a second rounder in your extension. But Brunson could still say in his camp, well, I appreciate it that I'm like that, but I think I'm going to play well enough this season to be an unrestricted free agent to where I can make more money than what that extension calls for. So I don't know. I wouldn't blame Dallas right now. I think if you want to blame the maps, it's when they signed that contract and the way that
0: contract was set up. And back in 2019, <laughs> I is was that Terrence Ross? It was they signed it a while ago. No, so but but the Mavericks are whether they did it to themselves or whether it's happening to them right now. They are they are they are in a corner right now with this Jalen Brunson situation yeah. where they they cannot lose him and then they also. Do you feel comfortable making Jalen Brown or Jalen Brown Jalen Brunson I your mean, you know second highest paid player? Where then all of a sudden you're paying what, $60, $80 million a year? No, $80 million a year for Luka, Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Jalen Brunson, right? Like, that doesn't win a title at this point, the way that those guys yeah. are playing, especially because all four of those guys, defense is not their strength. KP's getting better, Luka is solid, Brunson is okay to not good, and Tim Hardaway Jr. is not good, at, at you know, defensively. So, yeah. who do you put next to those guys? Like, Honestly, would Draymond Green make that team a good defense like a good defensive team? What like would Rudy Gobert make that team a good defensive team? I'm not even sure about those guys. So your your options are really limited to be able to put together a championship contending team. So the question then becomes, what do you do with Jalen Brunson? Then do you decide, all right, well if we want to pay Jalen Brunson, which he's he's playing better than Tim Hardaway Jr. for sure right now, and he may even be he's playing better, he's playing more consistently than Chris Alt Porzingis right now. KP I think maybe has higher peaks at times where you're like, Oh, there's just things that KP does that that Brunson can't hit, but every once in a while KP will just not show up. And Brunson has this year at least has been consistently better than what Porzingis brings. So you're like, Okay, well maybe we're maybe we're in on the idea of, of Luca and Brunson, but then that means you have to move you have to rearrange the team around him because the Luka, Luca, Brunson, Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, you know, KP lineup, like that just doesn't that doesn't get it done for you.
2: Yeah. I mean it's just the defense part of that. If if you if Dallas does go into the off season and they say and this is assuming that Bronson would, would want to be back and say, Hey, I'll I'll re up, let's do this thing, I'll be the second, you know, playmaker next to Luca, then you have a commitment that's saying now it's like, Man, I gotta find three other guys in the in that five that are just lockdown defenders in the pain. You gotta do twenty eleven all over again. Right? Yes, you
0: do, and yeah, do that exact that exact same thing.
2: But you're still you're still and the part of it is Brunson is there's no other position that Brunson's gonna play, right? It's not like Brunson, you can say, Oh, no. well, oh, he could be a four or two, four, or five, or three, or something like No, he's a one, and he's not gonna guard many other players outside of, of a one. And that's that's where it just gets a little tricky. So if Dallas is not committed to him being a starter, then that's where it's I I'm so curious on how this summer will go. And if Dallas is sitting there back, if Dallas is watching Brunson right now, cheering him on and so excited, but in the shadows, they're like,
0: all right. In the sh- 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 uh, shadows. We're kind of scared
2: because we know some teams are <laughs> circling Brunson this summer already. Yeah. Then how does that how does that change anything at the deadline? Because like you said, right now the margins for, for Dallas to – Miss on their opportunities, slim, very, very slim. And if there if there's a situation that happens this summer to where they walk in, and Brunson takes meetings, and he signs a deal and leaves for nothing to go be a point guard for the Knicks or whoever it is, and you get nothing for that,
0: screw that. That's
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, to say
0: and they about. can't. And 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 let's give Jalen Brunson credit. He has played this well to where we're having this conversation. Oh, heck to yeah. Where, he is he has now become a plus asset for the Dallas Mavericks. A lot of you know, I think we've heard a lot of hemming and hawing about well, the Mavericks have no positive assets. They don't have any guys that people would want to trade for. This is a guy. Of of all the the conversations I've had with other Lockdown on hosts about, hey, what would you what would you say about this? What's the status of this guy? Would you trade this guy? It's like Jalen Brunson and then like honestly, no one else. Someone asked me about Maxi, but Brunson I've heard I've heard about from other Lockdown hosts like three or four times uh recently about hey is he would he be available in a trade because he's a guy that fits a need for a lot of teams i uh, think we'll hear could, his name you know, at, the de- at the deadline more i think he'll
2: be one of the hottest names that we will hear about you know heading into the deadline season over these next see, three or four see weeks.
0: that's that's the thing I'm not sure about if we're going to actually hear the name because we don't know how this front office works. We know how Cuban works, and Cuban's like, no yeah. leaks. Remember that time at the draft that we were there, and Cuban was like, if I hear, if I see Woj or Shams tweet out our pick, I think it was the Dennis draft, right? He's like, if I see yeah, yeah. Shams or Woj tweet out our pick, whoever leaked it is fired, right? <laughs> like, yeah. like, just straight up. And he said that in front of us, you know, the media, it was like pretty, it was kind of posturing a little bit there, but um, but he doesn't, he doesn't want any leaks like that. We don't know how Nico Harrison's going to play this. This new game in in the NBA of okay, well you leak this name is available. Then all of a sudden, GMs are starting to call because they know that this guy's on the trade market. How will Jason Kidd want to play that? Because it's become like this this new you know um, brain trust thing with with Cuban, Nico, and Jason Kidd. Where Kidd has a lot of say too, even though Kidd's not asking for the say, but he's been given say in like you know roster and things like that. How will he want to play that? Because he's got to coach these guys. And so if a guy's going to be in trade rumors. Then he's gonna want to know that and want to and want to have a say in that. And this team also was the one that handled the Harrison Barnes trade, where he was literally traded in the middle of a game. A guy that was this upstanding, like Dwight Powell 2.0, just this incredible person yeah. in the community and like great veteran and all that kind of stuff, and gets traded in the middle of a game where he's sitting there getting getting embarrassed on TV, to where he's you know he's out of that of that team. And so how will they want to handle that? I'm very curious to see how trade deadline works. The offseason is different. There's just not as many, there's not as many rumors. There's not, the trade stuff kind of happens around the draft and stuff. But when the trade deadline starts coming up, are we going to start hearing Mavs' names in these trade rumors from reputable Mavs' sources? Or is it going to be crickets from the Mavs and this is all we have to trust that they're doing stuff behind the scenes?
2: Yeah, for sure. Actually, coming up after the break, let's talk about what this trade season could look like. Because I think it could be very, very weird with everything going on right now.
0: (laughs) Very, It could be very, very weird, but it could be great. You know what else is great? Built Bars. They're delicious. They're great. They're good for you. They have so many flavors. We have a really hard time choosing our favorite flavor, except we don't. Built Bar, why are you telling me that I have a hard time choosing my favorite flavor? I don't. The copy says you'll have a hard time choosing. I don't. Coconut Brownie Chunk, the best one. You don't even like coconut that much, right? No, I hate coconut, but I love it in this bar, though. That's see, that's a testimony right there. That's that'll preach right there. That Isaac doesn't even like coconut. And I honestly don't prefer Amen. coconut that much either. Preach it, brother. But but this this brown this coconut brownie bill bar is absolutely delicious. It'll you're not ready for my games. ad
2: reads when you're gone. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> Go to built.com, use the promo code locked15. You'll get 15% off your entire order, including those coconut brownie chunk bars and any other bars that you decide to get. The built broth that'll help you uh, with working out. You can get the built bites. You can get the built boost that'll help you with staying awake and your immune system and all that. Go check it out, built.com. Use the promo code locked15, 15% off for your order at built.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into how this trade season could work out for the Mavericks and what we could see happening.
2: Well, and when I said I think Brunson would be one of the hottest names, I mean it in the sense of I think and tag me on the first tweet you you see of a report that says blank team is targeting Jalen Brunson. Because that's not even that's not like a uh, that's not like a leak from the Mavericks right, or anything the bags, like that. Yeah. It we see that all the time. I think we will see a handful of teams of the Knicks are targeting Jalen Brunson it's- at the deadline. It's stuff
0: like that. It's that Shams. What is it? His his pass, like like team pass or something like that. What does he call the his inside, like, like inside pass? Inside pass. His like roundup of rumors article. It's just going to come out, and Brunson's name is going to just be littered in it. Every teams are a while.
2: monitoring the Jalen Brunson situation, contract situation in He's Dallas. He's an unrestricted
0: and, free agent. Yeah, and and
2: realistically though, I know we, we we joked about it, but like I seen a guy talk about Boston the other day. Like how many teams right now? I mean, I know right now because we're missing so many players, but. I feel like there's even some playoff teams. I think there could be some young teams that say, hey, we want to swing for Jalen Brunson right before the deadline. Get him in here. We can have the inside track to, you know, resign him over the offseason. It's just, yeah, I, it's how this trade season is going to work now is so weird. Like, what are teams doing right now? Like, are teams having have no normal, rumors? Because, like, what? How, I don't even know how you assess your team. Like, right. everybody's been out, and there's been so many hardship you know, players coming in and all this stuff. And it's like, can, there, can, like, can you even trade a player that's in protocols? Like, is that even possible? So Whoa. I don't even know if a trade can even go down right now with so many players. Is it like an
0: injury? An injury, you can trade somebody that's injured, but the other team has to, like, agree with it, and their doctors have to come in. There's, like, all this stuff. Can you trade hardship players? No. And then it's just like (laughs) you have to trade them with the with the test results. Like you have to send the test results over with them.
2: I did see that when the hardship players 10 days run out there, or like if they get waived, they don't go through like waivers. They're like immediately cut and they could go to a new team. I thought that was very interesting the other day. That's like 10 days though. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just really curious. I'm, I'm curious to see how this stuff affects the deadline. Um, I'm, is this stuff still going on around the deadline? Lord, I hope not. If it's still... I made a joke on Twitter the other day. I'm like, can you imagine if the All-Star game was happening right now? Like, we would... I'm like, who would be starting in this game? Who would be playing in the game when half the rosters are out? It's like, Man. we'd have all these, like, blips on the on 2021 of, like, holy crap, Daniel Tysman, an All-Star game? Like,
0: what? <laughs> How? I don't know if we're getting that far.
2: That's pretty far. He's barely playing for the Rockets right now. <laughs> but, like, it, it would be so weird, but... I, that's where, I, how what happens with Brunson over this next over this next month? It went from a going into this season, I thought he would take a leap, but I thought it would be like a leap to where, okay, I think he would solidify himself as like six man. I think the league would feel that way. I think that's how the Mavericks feel. I think they're, hey, let's go into the offseason. We're going to give you – we, we'll have an extension on the table for you. We want you to be back as our six-man type of role. We'll pay you for that. But he's been playing so well of, as late. I think there are going to be some teams out there that say, we'll give you some starter money and we'll swing on a young guy. And that's where, man, Dallas is – they got – Yeah. They got a little <laughs> di- little yeah. dilemma on their hands here, but is there are there some other teams out there that you're like watching that outside of Indiana? We know the
0: Ben Simmons stuff. I don't yeah. know what the crap Portland does. The but the one thing that the Mavericks do have in their favor for just considering the Brunson situation is how many teams actually would would want a starting point guard like that, right? Like, there's not many teams that are still looking for a starting point guard, um, like some of the younger teams. Orlando has like four right they have, they have Cole Anthony they have Jalen Suggs they have Marcus or uh uh Fultz, Markel Fultz yeah still and uh if Memphis has their guys San Antonio has Jontae Murray the Pelicans have Devonte Graham that's one that maybe I'm watching out for is there like a, yeah. a a Jalen Brunson plus you know Tim Hardaway who they really liked for Brandon Ingram something around that like is there something there uh, Houston kind of has their guys a little bit but that's one to, to maybe watch out for. But, like, it's hard to find another team that ha- that has starting point guard needs that would want to invest that much money into Brunson. So that is one thing the Mavs do have in their favor.
2: Yeah, but, but we also know that there are teams that can create cap space like it's nothing sometimes. Like – yeah, I mean, I I do think Boston, he would be great in Boston alongside sure. you know Jalen and Jason Tatum those guys they, like they're not does,
0: creating any cap space though. <laughs> but
2: does Boston find a way to get him? Does a team like New York like he makes sense in New York in my opinion? I know you talked about the Magic, but Magic also have Jamal Mosley. What if Mosley sitting there in that front office center saying, "Guys, Jalen Brunson is the real deal. I think he could play alongside Suggs. I think you know I want to put." I want to put my money on you know, on Jalen Brunson. It could be something Cole Anthony's like
0: that. having ju- the same season that Brunson is having, almost.
2: True. Yeah. There, and I, I, hey, Cole Anthony, a steal for the Magic. Is he a but,
0: steal? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just think there there are some teams out there that. Could find a way, I think we could see some some trades happen to where, you know, point guard spots opened up and a team swings for it. if if the Spurs, if the Spurs go out and they trade DeJounte Murray for somebody and it's like a wing or a big or something like that, and it's like, all right, well now they have some, you know, some money and some space open.
0: Let's just rapid fire through the teams in the NBA and let's just see which ones we think are like okay, we could see them needing that point guard where they want to invest a bunch of money in a point guard like, like Brunson and then maybe have the, like, the availability. Brooklyn, they don't, have the, they don't have the cap space to offer something like that. Boston, yeah. they wouldn't have the cap space to offer. They that. don't maybe.
2: have the cap space, but we don't know a what happens maybe. with Kyrie. And could, they d-
0: and could they do a signing trade with the Mavs, right? Yeah. Are we talking about Boston or Brooklyn? You just mentioned Kyrie. Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, okay. No, no. I I was I was mo- I moved on to Boston. Oh, my bad. My bad. Uh Boston, could there be a sign and trade possibly? That that one yeah. is is interesting. Sixers. Probably not.
2: Uh, I'm not going to lie, Philly's one I'm I've been looking at a lot. Yeah. I've teams like I'm I'm kind of scared about because there's the Philly connection, he would work well in Philly. And it's like yep. there's so many teams that would love to have a Jalen Brunson type. It's just that's I think I feel like Jalen Brunson loves Luca, loves Dallas, loves the Mavs, and all of that. So when we start looking at this this conversation, that that's where you get a little scared. Like I don't want to lose Brunson, but I don't know if I'm sitting there ready to pay him twenty one a year to be you know a starting point guard next to Luca.
0: Isaac Harris undefeated at rapid fire since 2017. <laughs> uh, Did you want to go through all thirty teams? I wanted to rapid fire through all thirty teams to just be like. Toronto, Toronto, no. Fred Van Bleet. Knicks, yes. Yes. Jazz, no. No. Denver, no. Minnesota, no. Portland, no. Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum situation outstanding. Thunder, yes. Yeah. Uh, Bulls, no. Bucks, no. Cavs, no. Pacers, no. Pistons, maybe that one. I don't want to put anything past the Pacers, by the way. You think so? Even with Brogdon?
2: Yeah. I don't want to put anything
0: past them. Suns no, Warriors no, Clippers maybe, but it would have to take a sign and trade. Lakers like, have to play no, Carlog in <laughs> Lakers no, Kings no, Heat no, Wizards no? Question mark about their roster. Can we talk Hornets. about the Wizards
2: real quick? I'm gonna break up your rapid fire. That's a team. I'm, a rapid fire. That's a team I'm watching. As far as like a Dallas, let's have some talks type thing because. We've seen Jason Kidd with, like, the past connections, past players type thing. We've talked about his agency. I mean, he brought in Brandon Knight. Jared Dudley was a player for him last year. Now he's on the coach's staff. we talked
0: about knowing Marquise Chris before.
2: Yes. Wizards have a handful of Lakers that he coached over the past year or so. And is that a team that I, I think they're sitting there saying, you know, I don't think the Wizards think that they're going to be in the finals this year if they blow it up or if they try to package two or three of their guys together to go get maybe another big name out there. I just know that I feel like there could be a couple guys on that team that Dallas looks at and says like a Kuzma or a Montres Harold or, you know, whatever it is that it just wouldn't, I was trying to think of an outside the box team outside of Indiana or some of these teams that we're always talking about the Pelicans. And as far as trade partners, And they just have a couple guys that kid has coached before that I think would fit well in Dallas. That it wouldn't shock me if they're pulling off some three team deal and Dallas swoops in. It's like, all right, well we'll take, you know, Kuzma, we'll take Monsters Harrell or whatever it is.
0: Charlotte Hornets no, Hawks no, Magic, (laughs) Cole Anthony, they just doesn't seem to me to be a a fit for with their assets. Uh, Grizzlies no. Spurs no, Pelicans maybe, Rockets maybe, right? So it's it's like those bottom teams. It's it's Pistons, Pelicans, Rockets, Thunder, Knicks maybe, Pacers maybe. Those are the Wizards maybe. Those are the teams to watch out for. I think for the Brunson situation.
2: Yeah, and I mean you you said the Rockets too. There's another assistant coach tie in there. Steven Salas is he Steven like Silas. hey huge believer in Jalen Brunson that I just. Bringing it full circle now, I think this is the conversation. I know some people probably listen to me. Like, Why are we rapid fire teams for Jalen Brunson? Like he didn't playing that good. It's when you look at teams across the league looking for their next point guard, they're looking at situations where, like, all right, a guy that's on the cusp of breaking out, and Jalen's playing so well, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. That we all know Dallas is probably going to be very active over these next few weeks, and I'll just be very very curious. And if he's on the roster past the deadline then you have to figure that Dallas is very confident that they're going to pay him a chunk of money this summer and he's going
0: to stay. Absolutely. There you go. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the show. Thanks for making us your first listen every single day. Now, go check out Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, just like we are. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom! Hey,
2: Prime members.